This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your <laughs> podcast speaking. Uh, on behalf of Bacon Sale, it's my pleasure to welcome you aboard episode 398 with service to entertainment and uh, continuing service to uh, absurdity. We expect uh, an episode time of one hour and ten minutes unless oh, we hit a oh. headwind of Joel Fax and Kent Rants. <laughs> As always, uh, buckle up, enjoy the ride, and uh, thanks for choosing Bacon Sale. Wow, a lot of mouth noises. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well <yes>. done, sir. <laughs> You're going to like this flight. Yeah, credit, credit to my wife. She, she pretty much wrote half of that. Oh, so that's I awesome. Well, you performed good. it. More, more than good half. job, honey. More, more than half of that. Uh, welcome to Bacon Sale. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last episode, our 397th episode. <laughs> yeah, 397. Yeah. We made it. Uh, It was our anniversary show. We had a good time. We hope you did too. And uh, thank you once again to Chad, Briggs, and Taylor for being there. Seriously, wonderful to have you. You all performed really well. It was was great to uh, see listener and... Can't wait to wait an entire year to do that again. <laughs> so now I have to put that quiz together. Thank little, you, Zach. A little tired, yeah, by the yeah. way. Appreciate to everyone who uh, reached out, said anything nice. All your comments are appreciated, and thank you so much. Uh, I also wanted to bring forward, you know, I generally do comments here. Mm-hmm. Just need to have like a point of clarification, Go on. as it were, on Instagram. Uh, Meg J. Parker said, my grocery receipts do in fact prove that Briggs is hot does eat, but I will accept donations. <laughs> because in the show, he says, I don't eat. I don't, Period. I don't yeah. eat because he's eighteen. He's little. He's frail, right? That was uh, <laughs> one of my most favorite quotes. That was yeah. So funny. yeah, yeah. But that's his. That's his mom, yeah. and she says he does eat. He does, in fact. Yeah. Okay, eat. I'm I glad. Think we're all really glad. We're all happy to hear that. Yeah. But thank you so much. It was fun. Let's wait a year to do it again. Yes. Yes. That's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are going on a flight today. Well, we're talking about some etiquette in yes. that realm. We are oh, doing an etiquette show a year again, which yes. we've done bathroom. We've done movie theater. We've done dating. We've done dating again. We've done office. We've done social media. We've done driving, spoiler, and restaurant etiquette. Wow. And now. I think we're, we've run out of things to do. <laughs> this, we're this, doing. This very well might be the last one. <laughs> flight etiquette. What's All next? Right. Podcast etiquette? No. Eventually. Yeah, we, we sure. Would, no. You know, okay. peak a podcast a couple years back. Sure. <laughs> um, but no, we, we, we enjoy these shows because, you know. As as a host of here on Bacon Cell, people yeah. come to us all the time. Yeah. You guys know, you've had this. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they say, please, please tell us the etiquette of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I will not know what is proper until you tell me. I cannot function in society unless you give me the rules. <laughs> Absolutely. And so we say, very well, very well, peasant, we will do <laughs> we will do an etiquette show on this you subject. You need to know it's Bacon Cell approved, I will tell you. We, we will. We will be Bacon Cell approving things uh, related to flights and flying and airlines, of which we have some experience. We almost did this show two years back, and we're like, Wait a minute. There's something going on in the world that uh, prevents everyone from flying. Probably not a great time to discuss travel. Uh, but now we feel like people are up in the air once again. Yeah. And uh, we'd like to talk about it. But I'd like to ask you guys. Yes. Your, your flight experience. Would you consider yourself an experienced flyer? Yeah, I'm a very experienced flyer at this point. My first flight was at 12. I was quite nervous. Okay. But then since then, I've flown around the world. Uh, not around the world in 80 <laughs> days. But I've flown to Australia. I've flown to Germany. Mexico, Canada. Does that count? Is that uh, far? We did a whole show on Canada. It <laughs> I counts. guess we have. Um, Canada's a real place. Yeah, yes. and where real girlfriends exist. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Once upon a time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I've, I've flown to California a whole bunch across the states. And so it is something that I enjoy because I also like my quiet time. Do I like road trips more than flying? 
Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy flying. Why do you enjoy road trips more than flying? I mean, uh, we've here. talked about the good snacks oh, that dang you get. It. Road trip etiquette. Go the, on. Oh, we did oh, that driving. We did that sort of driving. Uh, yeah, there, was a sec- there was a section about road trips, yes. I didn't listen to but that But I show. think you're in, you're in full control and you get to know someone on a deeper level with a road trip, whereas a flight to me feels very singular, mm-hmm. a very personal experience. Oh, okay. Uh, see, all I remember from road trips is, kids, shut up. <laughs> That's all. Because you were the kid. Yeah. And you had to shut up. Yeah. yeah. Right? Also, no, that was me talking to mine. <laughs> oh, ah. so sad. So sad. So, yeah. Zach, what about you? Um, I didn't fly uh, until I was 22. That was the first wow. time I went on a, on a flight. Two weeks ago. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. But I have since flown uh, several times to California. I've uh, flown to uh, Florida, New York, Cincinnati, um, Paris, London, China. Okay. Like, China. I, no big deal. A couple of different longer flights and then some kind of mid-range flights. Um, so, I, would, I wouldn't think of myself as super experienced mm-hmm. but in, in looking back at it I've, I've definitely gone on a plane several times uh, I'm long enough to have an opinion yes. at least I feel fairly you know confident with the whole thing uh, but it is a pretty overwhelming experience at least it can be yeah. tr- like a road trip you go when you go you have generally you have your car when you're flying it's the hustle and bustle leading sure. up to you getting on the plane and then hustle and bustle getting off and figuring out how you're going to travel and all that uh, when you get to your destination um, so there's always a high level of stress to me mm-hmm. that comes with taking a flight of any kind yeah yeah so i would generally say yeah i think that road trips are a better experience but you cannot deny that it is so much quicker and more efficient. You know, if you're doing like a Southern California Disneyland trip, you mm-hmm. save an entire day of travel. Yeah, when I drove to Australia, ridiculous. Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. Yeah, that uh, you uh, had the James Bond yeah, I was like, say, boat. Thank you, Roger Moore, yeah. for donating that car. It was really convenient. Uh, Joel, what about you? So for me, I, I wouldn't consider myself an expert. In fact, I, mm-hmm. I always felt myself kind of a late flyer. But Kent, you said my first flight at, at 12. And yeah. I think mine was probably around 14. But I remember I felt like I was behind the curve that I hadn't yeah. flown. Right. But then I was fortunate enough uh, for my mom. Uh, she worked for an airline for a time. Cool. Uh, so you got the benefits. Time. I got some, you know, uh, some buddy passes and things right. like that. And then my brother-in-law, he works for an airline. And I was able to enjoy some uh, standby flights and things like that. So I got a little more experience went on. And I've flown to Portugal, and I've mm-hmm. flown to Hawaii, and I've, you know Alaska, and kind of, so I've had kind of these longer flights out of the way too. Yeah, but I don't fly that often, especially with you know my my kids filling an entire commercial seven forty seven. Yeah, how much does it cost to rent the plane? It's a lot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I I do know the flow. Like I know the game. I know yeah. what to do. I have my routine that I go through, and it, I just uh, it's funny because people complain all the time about flying. Like mm-hmm. you, you, we talk about how. It can be annoying at times. Yeah. And how it's it is it is quick and efficient, but there are definitely some quirks there that can be annoying. Totally. But then um, I believe yes, it was Louis C.K. who had this whole routine about it. It's called "Everything's Amazing and Nobody's Happy." Mm-hmm. But he talks about how these the people these days say things like they make it sound so bad, like "Oh, it was the worst day of my life." First, we didn't board for twenty minutes, and then we got on the plane. And we sat there. And we sat there on the runway for fourteen minutes. We just had to sit there. And he goes, "Oh, and really, what happened next? Did you fly through the air incredibly <laughs> like a bird? Did you partake in the miracle of human flight? You non-contributing zero. You are flying. It's amazing. Everyone in this place should just go. Oh, wow, this is so amazing. It is insane. And that's how I feel sometimes when I'm just in there. I'm like." This is really cool, despite all the uncomfortableness. But don't you at the same time look at the wings? You're like, that looks a little bit shaky. Oh, all what the if time. an engine went out? What if it's my flight? All the time. Yeah. And I. There's I, something on the wing. Yeah. That's a fun <laughs> episode. 
But I, I do enjoy flying uh, just for the experience of flying. I love looking out the window and, wa- right. and take off and landing and looking down and seeing like the sights from above. It's one of my favorite things. None of us are TSA pre-approved, I'm assuming. No. No, I don't. So we don't fly, we don't fly that to that often. extent. No, my no. father-in-law has like that whole diamond status where he oh, gets to take stay. In, he, fly, he does international flights all the time for business. So he's got so many points racked up. Oh, cool. And he's just so routine about it. And it's amazing to me. But I always like... I think it's magical whenever I go on a flight. Do you? I kind of have this childlike joy whenever I do it. But of course, reality will set in and then sure. an odd smell will enter the cabin. Or, and or not your, leave. your butt falls asleep immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can't get your legs quite comfortable. Or falling. Can you guys sleep on planes? Absolutely not. Neither. I have issues. Well, like 13 hour well, flight, couldn't sleep. Once. I fell asleep once. Was I, it the trip to China? No, it was the trip back from, I, I can't remember. I think I flew out of London. Mm-hmm. Um, he threw? How oh, I flew to London throw? too, yeah. And uh, I was first class. Ooh. I oh, okay. Because yeah. you're I've laying down. I've never done first class. Neither. It was, first class international is awesome. First class on a short domestic flight mm-hmm. is, can be very, very lame. There was one time when my wife and I were like, you know, maybe we should just see how much it is to, to bump our tickets yeah. up to first class. It was like four times the cost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? That no. Not the Hilton way. No. <laughs> but do you guys have any, also just jumping into this a little bit before we get into the kind of the rules, I just want to know sure. if you have any habits or quirks or things that you do whenever you fly. I'm developing them as I go and they will come into play with the rules. But as far as like dress code, for example, I'm starting to go a little bit more simple as to what I bring through the security check. And that that is my main one. Yes. Uh, I have a specific dress code and it is sweats, slip on vans and a hoodie. As much as I might look like a slob, I don't have to deal with a belt. Shoes are super easy to come off. Yeah. Going through security is breeze. Which I don't I've, wear metals. I've noticed people are generally looking like slobs. Yeah. But I also can't, I can't I fault mean, them they're, for they're it. They're like, but don't you miss the days of like, you know, suit and tie and a hat on the No, airplane? the 1950s? Yes. <laughs> you <laughs> no, remember the 1950s, I'm not, I'm not right, I'm talking like painting sweats. I'm talking like Kent's going on a date sweats. Oh, my oh. $55 Nike joggers. Nice joggers. I wore those when I went to Hawaii. Yeah. Worked out pretty well. Of but course. why not be comfortable in the plane? That makes perfect sense to yes. me. Yes. Although I, I do, even, I do miss. I do feel like some of the glamour of flying is completely gone. Well, some of the glamour, uh, some of the glamour of life is completely gone. That is also. True. I mean, but I've even gone on a business trip before, mm-hmm. yeah. and literally, I was meant to get off the plane and get into a car and go straight to uh, this kind of offsite. Like job someone had a sign doing. for you. Yeah, we, okay. essentially, we were going straight, straight to work. Yeah, and I still showed up at the airport, sweats, hoodie. Well, like really relaxed. Let's and then be I, real. I, I landed, went into a bathroom and changed into like professional clothes. And then off. anytime you fly, you smell like the airport, right? You do want to share that a off. smell that comes with it. I think there's a pre shower and a post shower airport. I'm feeling so self-conscious that I don't know what you're talking about. What do you, you mean? Have, you have an airplane smell, a, which you, you don't know the smell? flight? I don't know. And now you I'm worried. Like you need to shower after you get off an airplane. You're surrounded by people. You are in we a mosh pit air. in the air. Am I disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hold on. Let me sit a little bit closer. No, please. Now, are, are you guys are you guys the type that will uh, get to the airport super early? Two hours. Three hours. Or are you the type that are like run up to the gate right uh, as it's about to I off? once begged an airline to break federal law and open the door for me. So, no. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm a and, late person, but and, I have anxiety. And they, and they did, by the way. They did? They, they opened the door. They broke me. federal law? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I'm, convinc- I'm convincing when I cry. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for me, it's two hours. And I was, I have stressed out very recently when someone, like, for example, if I'm relying on someone for a ride, they don't have my same timeline. Yeah. It drives me a little batty. I am definitely the type that I'm like, get there early. And I, I feel bad. I am also definitely the guy 
that beelines it to my gate. You yeah. are the you. Me too. And you're my the guy family's that's like, you're, behind you're me, home like, alone in it. Oh, Kids. Told, Kevin McAllister would have been lost so many times. <laughs> Kids, come with me. We have to make sure that the gate still exists. Yes. And then you get there and you sit down. And you're like, you sit down. Oh no. you're like, I'm gonna go get some gummy bears. No, yeah. I literally, I, I walk by and I'm like, okay, there's where it is. Mentally, I need to come back here. Where is Cafe Rio? <laughs> so I want to know what I do every time I get into an airport because I walk in. My main routine is I need my AirPods in my ears and yes. I need a soundtrack. I make a playlist for the airport. Do you have them when you arrive or after you get through security? While I wait in line so I can stare at everyone, look at look out for girls, and then kind of take them off and then put them right back on as soon as I get through the gate. And then I walk through every gate just to kind of scout it out. You just explore the airport? Just to see if like I'll fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> because there's always this mystery when you're in the airport. You're like, hey. We glanced at each other for three seconds. That felt like love. You know what is really... That's how, how, many times have, how many times have you fallen in love at an airport? One time. It's really There magical. was one time, and I didn't get to sit by her, and it was. It, I still think about it. I was 22 years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think gate scouting is a good thing to do, it especially is. when you're on the return flight, mm -hmm. because honestly, for, for us at least, if you go around and just simply look at the gates, mm -hmm. and you look... At, uh, you know, maybe there's a large gathering of people and you look and go, there is no diversity over there. That's my flight home. <laughs> That's so That's, true. That one's going to Utah. for sure. <laughs> why are these guys wearing white shirts and ties? Yeah. Why are there here? so many BYU logos here? Oh, that's my flight. <laughs> yeah. Also, I wanted to ask you guys, window seat? Middle seat or aisle seat? What is your preference? Aisle all the way. You're an aisle guy. I have joked on this show before that I am a middle, a middle seat psychopath or whatever. Between you guys, I would happily take the middle. Um, but I, I'm, Thank you. I'm an aisle seat guy. Unless I'm, let's say I'm flying with, with my wife. She prefers the window. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I, I, I'm happily taking the middle and then leaning into her space. If it's a long flight, window. Because then really? you can just rest your head. You, but you're so tall. I know, but like window, you just kind of plop it right there. How? What do you mean? There's Th a wall physics. right there. It, but like, it's a plain wall. No, you're too tall for that. What do, do you mean? Don't you know? <laughs> I was like, wait, have I not done this? No. Wait, so uh, Zach isn't aware of smells and Kent isn't aware of space. <laughs> How tall am I? But generally for flights, I like the aisle because you can kind of stretch out a little bit. I feel like there's... Oh, see, I'm a window seat 100%. You still have that, that boyish charm inside. I, I love looking out the window the entire time. No, what, uh, what? I have a rule about that. What will you do? Pass. What will you do for the mid-flight tinkle? I don't normally do that. Neither. Generally speaking, if it's a longer flight, hey, we're yes. looking at Zach. I'm appalled. Who literally right now <laughs> needs to go to the bathroom. Kinda, I kind of do. Uh, I forgot to do a pre-show. But uh, no, I literally, I don't, I don't normally get up on flights and go to the bathroom. But I'm not opposed to going to the bathroom on an airplane. I sure. have before. It's not a problem. Well, I know as long some as people like my is, wife will not go to the bathroom on an airplane. As long as will it's not. in the designated what? area. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. What if it's a 12-hour? Wait, what do you mean in the designated area? Where else would you go to the bathroom? A colonoscopy bag? Weird stuff has happened. Go colonoscopy. <laughs> I just made up that up. This, this is going downhill fast. <laughs> yes. Please save us. Let's move on to the Colostomy? next thing here. No, but I, I do. I enjoy looking out the windows so much. Uh, also, every time I sit down, I normally, the airflow nozzle, the little personal airflow nozzle, yeah. I will adjust it to be just in front of my nose so I can lean into it if I need, if I need to, because otherwise oh, yeah. I get motion sick, and that fresh, quote unquote, fresh air really does help me sure. not do it's that. It's a lifesaver for sure. I'm a big fan. Mm -hmm. When you on there, I, this is maybe a gimme. What drink do you get when the drink service comes There by? is only one correct answer, and we all know it. I think we are. Three, two, one. Ginger, ginger ale. ale. It's the right choice. But I get a Coke. I believe you. Come on. No, it's okay. Ginger ale is the right choice, especially for motion sickness. Yes. And you guys are old it souls. So much, <laughs> it, but it tastes so much better on a plane. If I have a go at a second drink 
it's vodka. Always, the second one is <laughs> <laughs> the second one's always vodka. Second one is always Coke. Yeah. But the first it has um, to be ginger ale. Do you feel shorted when they only give you a cup and not the can? I asked for the can. Oh, they always do the cup for me. So but I, say, oh, can I keep the can? They're like, yes. I like yeah. the cup. So yeah, well, it's I, part of the no, experience. No, I, I keep the cup and the can. They give you yeah. the cup and like, can okay. I keep the rest of the Do you can? feel gross about chewing the ice that you have in the cup? No. I, I don't. I just let it uh, melt in my mouth. It's so nice. It's so refreshing. But what if it's like dirty water? What's weeper water up in the plane? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm from West Valley. It's magna adjacent. It's fine. It, the water's But I am happy whenever that car comes around. My mind just thinks I'm going to get ginger ale and I'm going to get some peanuts and I'm going to be happy. Uh, now it's Biscoff cookies, generally. Oh, those are also yes. good, too. Now right? I think about, or not now, but I often think about uh, Drew Barrymore and The Wedding Singer, mm-hmm. and she gets her elbow bashed. I think about that I every time a car comes by. I about that every time. My elbow, well, I'm by the window, so it doesn't really affect me. Yeah, that's much. true. Yeah, should, we, should we duck some rules? We should. <laughs> I've, well, I'm having thing. fun here. Yeah, me too. Well, Chatting I was say, amongst us squirrels. This, this may be more of a rule thing, but generally speaking, do you guys check baggage, or do you like to do carry-on? Uh, generally, only carry-on. Because okay. I try you, to pack light. You don't like to check. I have. Yeah. If it's a big trip, I have, but do I try not to. Do you use the overhead compartment or do you use the under the seat compartment? Uh, I generally bring my laptop and a carry-on, so both. Both. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a backpack and a carry-on. Um, even if I check a bag, uh, and this turns into a lot of luggage, if I check a bag, which I think this might be getting into rules, um, I still make sure to bring a full set of the most important things with me physically on the plane sure. in case my luggage is lost. What about you, Joel? Uh, so for me, I usually have a backpack that has a laptop pocket in it, yeah. yeah. And I don't like to put it like in the seat under me, in front of me, Ooh. because then I can't put my legs. You can't out. stretch out as much. So oh. I put it behind my legs, no, and they, they no. bust me. Okay. They bust me sometimes. They're like, "That's supposed to be under the seat, yeah. sir." And I'm like, "Meh." But it's only a takeoff and landing. You can take it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And generally speaking, I will have uh, like my journal or a book, or I like to read on planes. But also recently, I've been doing a lot of the TV stuff. Oh. I have a song every time a plane takes off. Really? Uh huh. And it's uh, "What Are You Doing When You're Not Saving the World from the Man of Steel soundtrack." Every time I take off in an airplane, I listen to that one track because <laughs> it has the so perfect. Happy. It has the perfect build because you know I love flight. Yeah. from Man of Steel, right? Has the perfect build, and so when the plane takes off, I close my eyes and I'm freaking Superman, <laughs> and I love it every time. That sounds like fun, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. <laughs> that brings me joy. Zach wants to do it as well. That makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so me, right? Yeah. And they're like, please Joel's turn over here like, oh, airplanes. And Ken's like, I'm Superman. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, sweats. <laughs> <laughs> but we have, and that, that kind of gets into it, but we do have some rules here we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss our own rules, and then we'll get to rules suggested by you. But we have three different categories we're going to be giving go. these. Uh, it's going to be hard to remember during the show. If, if this is a rule that should be generally accepted by all, we're going to say this is cleared for takeoff. Love it. If it's a rule that... Some of us agree with, some of us don't, or it's not everyone follow it all the time. It's a sometimes. It's a maybe. We're going to call that turbulence. Okay. A little bumpy. A little bumpy there. Makes sense. And then if it's a rule that we feel is just that own person's personal problem, <laughs> that's grounded. Okay. Grounded. So, yeah, basically that's the, okay. the structure we're going with right. here. Hey, guys, we need to get to the airport before we... Uh, Follow Airp- all these rules. Airport? Airport. I'm not going to the <laughs> airport. He missed his tea. <laughs> so we need rides. What do you guys generally do? Who do you generally ask to take you to the airport? What family. are the rules there? Family yes. first. Family first. I am fortunate that I uh, the house I grew up in is not too far from the closest airport. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I have more than one time relied upon my parents to take me to the airport. What if it's four in the morning? That is where Uber comes into play. Okay. For sure. I did the same thing on a recent flight. Mm-hmm. I will 
ask someone because I think you should mm, pay it back. I feel like karma should come around. There is a give and take yeah, with, air, with airplane trips. I've had some friends reach out out of the blue. And by friends, I mean like minor acquaintances. Be like, hey, can I get a ride uh, to the airport? I'm like... That oh. seems forward. Yeah, I'm like, uh, do you need me to move your house too? Like, what's going on here? Oh, wow. Like, that's a big favor. And so I will remember that. I have a little book and I'm like, check. <laughs> you have a that book person, of people that owe I you? I don't, but it's mental. <laughs> uh, but I will then ask that person. And people rarely pay up when I've given them rides. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Uber, if it's too late. But I say family first, but close friends. But you just owe them big time second. Yeah. I but mean, yeah. That, that's generally true. Like, I will. I've been very fortunate to grow up in an area where my family is already usually pretty close by. Yeah. Married into a wonderful family who's also very helpful in that regard. Mm-hmm. So generally speaking, I've been able to, to score family rides in the airport. And that is a give and take where I've, I have been the 4am driving to the airport person. Right. Because someone needed it. But exactly. It, it's, it's give and take. It, and I think that is a good rule to point out, Kent, that if you ask someone to take you to the airport, you need to be willing to drive them oh, to so the airport. Oh, so true. Yes. There's a give and take. So, I, so I will clear that for takeoff. What's the rule here then? Uh, the rule that, is the um, rule is that if you ask for a ride to the airport from someone, you should then expect that you have to give them a ride. Yeah, just that. Okay. Are we clearing I, that I, for takeoff? I'm clearing that for yep. clear for takeoff. Oh, clear man. for takeoff. Once you get to the airport, I would like to point out a rule, pretty basic on the front line there. Have everything ready to go before you get to the security check. Clarify. I'm talking about know the rules. You know, have your belt off. Have your have your pockets emptied in the tray. Right. Have your laptop out. Mm-hmm. All these things they say. It's never a surprise over when over you like you take your laptop. Oh, drives me nuts. People are like, oh, I'm I'm sorry, I can't bring lit dynamite on this flight. What <laughs> is that? Just the Southwest thing, or what do you mean? You have to know who I am. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> I can't bring nitroglycerin. How many ounces exactly? <laughs> yeah, the liquid thing. Yeah. The Why liquid... does it always come up? Because it's so tricky, and I. I I have been at fault sometimes. I have a little, you know, baby Swiss pocket knife on all like my keys. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten so many times to take it off when going to the airport, yeah. and then they confiscate it, and I'm just like, man. You know how many of those I've had to replace? But it, I always think to myself, remember, if someone can hijack a flight with this little tiny pocket knife, they deserve the plane. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, there's no way, yeah. <laughs> there's no way this little plastic toothpick is going to do anything. And, and I think the reason you bring up having everything ready for the efficiency is because there's nothing worse than even if you're an hour and a half or two hours early for that flight, Mm -hmm. you get to that security line, you go, Oh no. Oh no, this is rush hour. Yeah. Like I need efficiency. We need to get through this as fast as possible. And every little thing makes a big difference. Uh Yeah. Getting through the line faster. If you already have your shoes off, it's going to make everything quicker. Just don't wear belts to the airport. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So Zach, for you, it is sweats, no belts, no belts, uh, slip on, slip on vans. Okay. Quick. Uh, jackets, do you wear like a big jacket or is that in your carry-on? Um, I generally try not to. I mean, okay. if you travel in the winter, like it is what it is. But yeah. I'm wearing a hoodie and maybe like a, a, a jacket on top of that. Mm-hmm. A little bulk, but you get through it. Okay. Yeah, I try to, I, I immediately think though, like in, in regards to preparation, maybe I, I forget and I am wearing a belt. Mm-hmm. While I'm in the line waiting, because you've got some time, Yeah, that belt's off and in my backpack. Yeah. That I Perfect. always have. Yeah. And then just get everything in the trays, get them ready to go, roll it along. I might even, un- if I have laces, maybe I untie the shoes. So we're all, like, we're are ready. we clearing that for takeoff? Oh, just absolutely. Clear. Have every, get ready in the security line instead of waiting until you get to the front. Uh, we're uh, clear for takeoff. <laughs> every time. We mentioned it earlier. Do we need to make it an official rule that you must check to make sure your gate exists? Or is that just a compulsion? <laughs> I mean, it's not you mean a- that, that running up to it be like, it's here? Okay, okay no, it's, it's here. It's OCD. Because I will say, yeah. especially if you are, let's say you've got multiple people, sure. kids, like 
N- gaining your bearings, I, I am, think, might be a good no, idea. I'm, I'm I don't know about a law. I'm definitely like a dog in that regard. When I get to a new place, I like to kind of s- not sniff around, but kind of look all around you first, do. and then I can settle. And then you mark it. Then I mark it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you put three bags down on chairs so no one sits <laughs> it's there. It's mine. No, yeah. I definitely have to like scout out the area first, and then I can settle and sit for a while. Like it's hard to say that's a rule when I just think that is common. No, law, I, th- I right? think that's not a rule because you don't have. It's to Not a do rule. That. Maybe some decent advice for the, Listen, the anxious. You're a sociopath if you don't. <laughs> if you're putting your trust, if you walk by the arrival departure sign, I'll get there, and you don't look, and you don't even look at your gate, sociopath. It's crazy. There you go. So it's just uh, a given. Yeah. Speaking of the gate, by okay. the way, I just want to bring this up. So speaking of the gate, I want, uh, this is another rule of mine. Okay. Remember that the airline employee at the desk has no control oh. over what happens in the plane in the air. Yeah. Every time people start getting mad at them, no, no, don't get me wrong. If they're rude or dismissive in a way that makes you feel like you're not, you're not getting good customer service. Mm-hmm. You can write an email about a complaint or something sure. like that. But I see people getting after him like, how dare you cancel this flight? And they're like, I literally they didn't say this. But in my mind, I'm like, they literally didn't cancel it. It got canceled. I think people treat them like a host at a restaurant. Yeah. Like, how, how much longer? Yeah. How much longer until we board? What zones are you doing first? Yeah. They're like, let me just do my job. Yeah. We'll get, th- get through this faster. But yeah. don't just don't be. I mean, don't be rude to them. Yeah. Treat them like you would someone who's has no control over a situation and they're just trying to give you information. Mm-hmm. Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. Is they, that, oh, can I say that in an airport? No. <laughs> no. They uh, can, they can upgrade your flight, y'all. Just they can, if you're kind. Have you guys ever taken the chance to delay your flight by a day and take the hotel stay in money or anything like that? Because you know, I've never been given up, the opportunity. Nor have I. Would you do it? Yeah. Well, it depends on the situation, of course. If I have to get I've back, I've almost done it. And with then I'm my like, kids, I that would get be home. impossible. If I'm flying solo, sure, but with my kids, that's going to be a whole. Yeah, issue. that's true. We did. Uh, we got a lot of standby tickets mm-hmm. when my mom uh, and my brother-in-law were working for airline. And if you don't know what standby tickets are, you basically get you roll the dice to see if you can get on an airplane, and if not enough seats are there, you wait till the next one. Sure. And sometimes that works great because you get on a flight right away, and, and it's it's all nice and fun. Mm-hmm. And other then times, you end on, up the, on the way class. home from your honeymoon. You end up stuck in the Las Vegas airport for three or four flights. Oh, and it was miserable. that happened. Yeah, Ooh. on the way home from my honeymoon, my wife and I were doing we were doing standby flights because we were newlyweds and had no money. Mm-hmm. And on the way home, we got stuck in the Las Vegas airport. No fault of anyone. It was just sure. that's what standby. You take yeah. a chance with that, and it was miserable for three different flights. We were almost on, and then didn't get on. Oh, also with standby, sometimes you get on and they say, "Okay, we're gonna have to pull you back off." So you wait till the doors are closed before you can breathe easy. This is not a rule, but a question. But when you guys see your gate, let's say you have. 30 minutes till board time. Do you find a seat and sit down or do you stand up and wait? When you find your gate? Yeah. A little both. I'll sit down Depends for a bit. on the positioning of the seats. Ooh, yeah. If there's the, the ones that are like available. facing each other. It's yeah. If it depends on who's around, how spread out are they? Oh, I it I, depends. I walk around because I do not want to sit down unless I have to at that point. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do. I'll sit down for a bit. I'll stand up for a bit, depending on how long I have. I'll go get a bite to eat maybe sometimes, but yeah. It's it's kind of a you know, whatever I feel like doing. I get that. Yeah. Looping back, however, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say clarify off on uh, being nice to airplane employees. Absolutely, yeah. airport employees. It's not yeah. their fault. No, for sure. Okay, we're boarding. We're boarding. They called us in there. Obviously, you wait in your zone. That's not a rule. That's just given, just, right? Because those are just things you need to do. You have your carry on bags. They're a little awkward as you're walking through the small aisles. One rule that I think needs to be approved is if you're sitting anywhere else. But there, I've seen people sitting in the middle or the back of the plane that see the first available bin spaces and they put their bags there so that when 
the plane lands. Don't you normally want to put it by where you are? You should. But I've seen people do that so they hmm. can hurry hurry and stand up and run to the front of the plane and wait there like they've oh, been sitting there. Oh, that's just stupid. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but basically the rule is put your carry-on in the bin closest to where you're sitting. Sometimes if that's available. not quite available. Yes. But put it as close as you possibly can. I will clear that for takeoff. Clear for takeoff. Okay, good. Uh, I totally agree there. But also to piggyback on that, mm-hmm. they tell you how to pack it. Yes. Listen. Listen. Yeah. Put it the wheels the way that they're supposed to go. Don't put stuff up there that you don't need to. Mm-hmm. Don't take up extra space with your stupid purse. Or your golf like, clubs. I recently went on a flight last week and the flight attendants were talking to each other and they're like, hey, we're running out of space. Uh, anyone that puts backpacks or purses up there? We're going to have to just give them to the people. Yeah. You should not be putting, you should be putting your carry on yeah. up there. And this isn't a rule or anything, but mm-hmm. it is a tip. Um, and obviously luggage is not cheap. But if you can, get yourself luggage that has four caster wheels, meaning they all, all four wheels spin. Those are fancy. Yeah. That's what I have. It makes moving because you can like walk with it yeah. straight up without having to tilt it. Yep. I've seen people oh, have that. all sorts of problems tilting it. Hard shell, forecaster wheels, if you can afford it. Like, go to, like, Ross or something. And Not a sponsor. Them. They're great. <laughs> but if it's at Ross and I can afford it. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. Not a rule, but you should do it. Okay, now, I don't know if this has happened to you guys, but generally, I know flights charge more now. Sometimes you're just given a seat, like, when you check in that day or the day before. Generally, you know where you're sitting on a plane. Generally. I mean, there's Southwest, a- you kind of just, it's whenever you go in, you go in. Yeah. Have you- don't, don't board from the back forward, because then the plane might tip over. <laughs> is it? Is it? Stop that. Is that's that true? true. Stop true. that right now. That's physics. That can't be. That's, that's not They've true. They've got to have like stabilizers. It'll tip over. I saw it on TikTok. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, if it's on TikTok, it's real. Okay. When, and I don't know if this is hard and fast rule or maybe or whatnot. When do you move seats? If someone asks you, who would be appropriate to ask you to move your seat? Would you ever move, move your seat? I, uh, Joel, well, you have a window seat. Yeah. A family comes up to you. Okay. My kid would really like to sit at the window seat. I know I know you got this ticket, but could we move you to the aisle instead of the window? My kid has never sat at the window seat. Yeah, I'd probably give it a kid. Because you have a, a bleeding heart, right? A little bit. But no, okay. I, I have had times before where it's been like, hey, my kid is sitting here. I'm sitting here in this other aisle. Can oh, we, for sure. Can we get together? And I'm like, That's absolutely. That's a guarantee. I will definitely let you guys okay. sit together. Some guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, my girlfriend and I want to sit at the window. Could, could we sit there? Could you just like take the seat over here? Would you move that? Does he talk like that? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very specifically, that guy. <laughs> that kind of guy would be like, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'd really like the window seat so I can lean on it and fall asleep because can I absolutely do that? That's one of the reasons why I choose the window. Yeah. It's not just the, the magic of flying. It's also putting my head against there so I can try to sleep and have that restless kind of, oh, I was asleep yeah. for a second. Okay. Personal story. So I'm flying to Germany. It's a 13-hour flight. It's actually from Salt Lake to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And I had the window seat and it was a two seats on either side and then four in the middle. It's a bigger plane, but they closed the airplane door and there's no one sitting in the seat next to me. And I was like, dream come true. Oh my goodness. I can like recline. I can put my, my feet over here. I can put my backpack on the seat next to me. Would you I lay was, down. Would you put your face on the seat? I kind of would. Apparently I'm too tall to like <laughs> lean against the wall. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if you know this, you're tall, <laughs> but I was like, this is amazing. And the, the flight takes off and all of a sudden some lady taps me on the shoulder really hard. I have my headphones and I'm listening to the Superman soundtrack. And uh, yep. and she hits me and she goes, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I take one out. Yeah. 
I'm, I don't want it. this lady next to me is falling asleep and she's falling asleep on me and she's taking up all my space. And this lady was very rude about it. And she goes, so I'm just going to sit next to you. Boo. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, it's a 13 hour flight. And I just won the lottery. Like, I feel like at that point, maybe people can ask a flight attendant if they can move. Right. Yeah. And I get people being uncomfortable or whatever, but it felt rude. Yeah. That at is the rude. time. That is rude. And especially because I feel like if someone has an empty seat next to them, they deserve a win. Especially like, <laughs> like once the doors are closed and someone has an empty seat next to them. Zach, go on. Kent, you have a problem that I don't have, which is, which is people want to sit by you. You are good looking and skinny. So <laughs> oh, wait, go, we, wait, go on. Now we get up for the tall thing. So, uh, <laughs> wait, so, so I'm tall, good looking go, and skinny. Okay. Oh, I'm going to sit next to the string bean because string bean. Thank you. I, I am going to have more space. So, so you're saying people see you and they go, no, nah, no, nah, that, that guy. Zach, that, Zach, you're not that guy. I, no. I know, but I'm you're, not. You're, your hair is well coiffed. Well, you have a nice you. beard. Yeah. Thank you. You smell nice generally. I'm very pleasant. A little like an airport, but. I don't know what an airport <laughs> smells like. <laughs> but no, it's like, oh, okay, you are, like, if I have to sit next to you, I'm like, oh, good. Right? There's going to be, like, like I'm going to have I saw a good time I saw one of those. because this is a good looking guy well, and, and he's not going to take it. I have a face that says, please don't talk to me, but please talk to me. But someone's going to come up to you and I be like, had, well, I saw one of those life hacks. I think it was on Instagram reels because I'm too old to do TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sure. it was like how to get, how to not have people sit by you. Okay. And when on. they're coming down the aisle and they said, just get an air sick bag out and just sit there and go. Okay. That brings me to a rule that just barely happened last week. Sorry. We're spending way too much time well, not on the flight. Well, I want to clarify. Yes. Uh, move the rule. Um, you move seats if asked. I'm going to say for children. That's turbulence. turbulence. This is a turbulence situation. It is a turbulence. There, I would there, say there's only situational. Situations. Maybe. Yeah. I would agree not, with that. Not a given. Turbulent. So we're coming back from California, short flight, and it was a 7:30 in the morning. We were on the second to last row. Uh, one of the passengers that had the window seat, not the aisle seat, was the entire time that we were boarding and everything. The 20 minutes was in the bathroom because he was hungover mm-hmm. from the night before. And the, the flight Been attendant's there. like, we can't take off unless you go sit down. He goes to sit down and everyone around him, like there were women putting their hoods over their heads like, this guy's going to puke all over us sort of mm-hmm. thing. He was in the bathroom half the time. I think a, a pretty safe rule is um, alcohol. They do serve it on planes. But in moderation, generally they will know if you're drunk, but don't come drunk. No, don't fly drunk. <laughs> to a flight. I think we can improve that. Yeah, because that's, then, yeah, then the bar flight situation would actually be necessary. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I did want to tell one quick story. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was going to mention this before with the whole moving seats thing. Yeah. So when we were flying to London, my wife and I, uh, we were told this is a very long flight. You're going to want to sleep. One of the best things to do is once the doors are closed, find uh, like you can move around the plane once mm-hmm. the doors are closed. And there's empty seats around, but they said people will fill them up, the empty seats, and just lay down across them so they get a good night's sleep. So you got to make sure you can get, uh, you know. How is that possible? Anyway, it, yeah. Yeah, sure. Anyway, yeah. so we were going on a flight, and so my, I had this whole thing in my mind of like, okay, here's what's going to happen. My wife and I are going to be by each other, and then we're going to get an open seat and kind of cuddle up next to each other, and we'll just fall asleep, kind of holding oh, each that's other so sweet. on yeah. the whole flight to London. No. As soon as that door closed, my wife beelined it to a completely different area of the plane Wait, and what? like laid down across the seats, and I left okay. me by my lonesome. I almost don't blame What her? flight are you guys going on that I know. isn't full? Legitimately, I've never been on a flight that wasn't completely full. Well, this is back in the day when flights weren't as worried about money, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, this was uh, 2014. I, airlines run so lean. I credit your wife for this because flights are a singular experience. It's a personal journey because I sometimes know. it's so loud. Sure, it's nice to be like, oh, yeah, what are you listening to or what are you watching? Can I yeah. watch too or whatever? But if she I just tell wants you to go relax. sync up our videos together so we can watch the same thing. For sure. I absolutely am that guy. It's fun. I am like timing it just so yep. hitting play Three, at the two, same one time. Play. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you can talk after the flight. It's just a time to zone out. Yeah, but it was it was one of the things like we did joke around about. It. I'm like, yeah. what the heck? You dished me on a flight to Europe. <laughs> She's all snoring. She and was out. Seats. Yeah, she was okay. done, and I'm leaning up against the wall like a sucker. So let me clarify this. Let's let's take this down a little bit further. Sure. Let's say you are you are flying with somebody. Maybe it's a significant other. Uh-huh. Maybe it's a buddy. Maybe it's Griff. Yeah. For you, Kent. Yeah. We um, road trip, by the way. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. But uh, you you have uh, you know somebody that you're flying with. Are you obligated to meet them at their consciousness level? Like if they are, are awake, are you obligated to stay awake with them? I would say no. No. I think no. I think that is a singular like Ken said that flying is a singular experience where it's like you are there. You can't really like have long conversations and the noise and everything. It's kinda of, you could just zone out in your own little world. And if you fall asleep, maybe you fall asleep. Uh, sometimes it, sometimes it's nice to have someone on watch. Right? Like, I'm going to go to sleep. You tell me if the drinks come by. Yeah. But if you, like, oh, if you miss the drinks, it's so sad. Yes. How disappointed are you when your spouse falls asleep? I'm not. Really? No. None. Because then I can do my own thing. Are you sad? Yes. Because you want to chat? Yes. <laughs> I have flown before with people who fall asleep before we take off. Do you chat on a plane? Like, extended chats? Oh, no. I put headphones in and I'm watching or listening to something. Oh. If it's a person that I like... Like, I the, like, like the random person next to me? Absolutely not. No, we. I never want to talk to them. But once. it's happened before. But I like to chat with my travel buddy or yeah, whatever. for a little bit, but then you kind of go off in your own little world. Well, then, then you get into Listen, those. if we go on a flight, I'm sleeping on your arm. And I'm on your other arm because you're in the middle. <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> I think we just got our episode image, fellas. Fine. Uh, we'll say that meeting the consciousness level of your travel buddy is grounded. It's grounded. Okay. Okay. So we are flying. The doors are closed. Yes. We're in the air. So many rules at this point. So many rules at this point. Let's jump through a couple of them here. I have this just kind of right here. Middle seat gets rights to both armrests. Both. I believe that should be law because... The aisle guy, he's got the aisle armrest. Yeah. The window guy, he's got the window armrest and the wall to lean against. Unless you're too tall. Middle guys, <laughs> yeah. Middle guys stuck there. I think they deserve to have rights to both armrests. Hard and fast rule. Wait, I'm confused. Zach, if you're in the middle, okay, you get right and left armrests. Yes. That is your gift. That no. is the gift for sitting no. in the middle. No. What? what? No. Why do you Why do you disagree with no. you? Exactly. We're get, giving you the benefit. You only get the armrest opposite the wall of the end uh, edge of the plane so if like the window is on your left you get the right armrest even if you're in the middle yep no no you must bacon cell approved bacon cell approved <laughs> oh that's not how this works <laughs> dang it we have to say is we, it turbulent we're, Zach. we're both saying this is uh clear for takeoff i think so as well you are entitled my, my father-in-law when he gets on a plane he literally will say to the person like who's sitting in the middle he's like i want you to know you get both armrests. Yeah. I am not going to touch that armrest. That is your armrest. Last, I have this other one over here. Last week I sat aisle and there wasn't even a question of this guy taking both armrests right in the middle. Huh. I guess I've never considered that. You should. I no, because in, it is I, your right to the middle, the middle seat. The middle seat is the worst because generally people may be resting on you. It is just you don't have the space. It's claustrophobic. You don't get the window. You don't get out easily. I guess yes. it makes sense if you're in the aisle, you have a chance to lean kind of away yeah. from the middle. Yes. Okay, okay, fine. Clear for takeoff. I feel like we had to talk yes. you into that. But middle seater it was a reluctant gets access clearing. to both 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Armrests. They get both armrests because the others already have one. Okay, I want to jump back to conversations. Oh, please do. And a lot of this has to do with how you look. Like if you're wearing a headphone. Oh, so not if you're tall, skinny, and handsome. <laughs> yeah, which apparently people just want to sit by me all the time. <laughs> Damn. Southwest flight, they I'm, just flock to me. I'm just like a slob in a hat. <laughs> Nobody wants to be by me. I've got kids hanging off my neck. But I think the rule, or maybe it could be turbulent, but read the room, right? If you do want to chat, let's say you're a little nervous, or you're an older woman who wants to just chat with someone and hear about their upcoming trip, I've had that happen a lot before. Mm-hmm. But there should also be like a, oh, a time to stop the conversation. And also if someone's wearing both headphones, oh, or if they give you cues. I have that right here. Don't bug them. If someone has headphones in, don't keep trying to talk to them. Yeah. That is one of my rules. The headphones is a kind of a universal sign of like, I want to do my own thing. Oh, follow up. If someone exists, don't talk to them. (laughs) No talking. Unless they're your significant other. Unless they're your travel buddy. Um, Wait, so don't even talk to them? Don't talk to anybody who's not your travel buddy. Humanity's great, though. Don't you want to hear their stories? No, it isn't. My father-in-law will chat up anyone around him. And nobody likes it. (laughs) He has a great time. He's made it like friends after this who want to hang out after they land. Uh, But but that's a real generational thing, right? But just back to my rule here. So headphones in. Don't keep trying to talk to no. him. Clear for takeoff? Uh, yeah, clear for takeoff. Okay. Clear for takeoff. But I want to point this out. Sure. So, Kent, you mentioned people trying to talk to you. Yeah. Zach, you mentioned don't talk to anybody. No. But I want to ask you guys a question. Would you ever speak to someone on a plane? If they're sitting next to you, would you ever like strike up a conversation? Nope. Is she an eight? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Kent. Hold on, hold on. Uh, a five is an eight on an airplane. <laughs> So, <laughs> wow. I'm a horrible person. Uh, so I want to tell a quick story. Sure, go ahead. Uh, my brother told this story one time about how he was sitting next to this woman and she was crying. Like, not like oh, wailing, okay. just that kind of silent sniffing and like wiping her eyes and obviously very emotional. And so he felt obligated just to look over and, and say, hey, are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. Just to give her a little reassurance. I don't want to know the answer to that question. Well, and as he's telling the story, I had to say, hey, Spencer, that was me. I was the one sitting next to her. You were on the other side. I was the one who had to talk to her. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, he totally stole my story. (laughs) There you go, Spencer. It's on the air now. It's record. You did talk to her? I literally had to, like, remember me and Spencer were talking to each other. Yeah. And like, should I say, yeah, I should say something. And I leaned over and I said. Was it intrusive? Hey. No, I just, I just kind of went, hey, are you okay? Just kind of talking to her. And she was fine. She actually was just missing somebody and she was actually flying home to see them. I think mm-hmm. she wasn't flying away from there. Or maybe she was flying away. I don't even remember anymore. But it wasn't like a big emotional thing. She was just feeling emotions about being separated from someone. Okay. And so it was all fine. But that was like the only time I've ever initiated a conversation to someone else yeah. on a plane. That wasn't like my travel buddy. Can I tell you what's super irritating? Huh. Teenagers. <laughs> That's on all. planes? Just yeah, in general. Teenage, nope, just teenagers in general. who stand up during the flight. This happened on the trip to Hawaii for hours at a time. They stand up and they talk to someone two to three rows <laughs> behind them. And, and there are parents. There are chaperones. Or if, let's say it's a group. There's an adult that should be able to say hey, cut it out, you're interrupting other people because everyone could hear these conversations. Yeah. And it's just annoying when people stand up and look over the seats and you're like, I'm just trying to play my Switch or whatever. Yeah. Like, it drives me crazy. Oh, I'm the guy who will mockingly tell them to shut up. You will. Like, if they say something, like... Oh, hey, you don't care about that confrontation at all. No, not at all. Hey, wh- what about this? I'm like, hey, what about... Shut up. 
You do so not. The guy, so yeah. the guy who says, don't talk to anyone who's not your child, but he's yelling, shut up to people all around He's the him. enforcer. I will. <laughs> yes. I will make sure that everybody has a pleasant flight or else. But <laughs> or else. Can we say, is that uh, good for takeoff then? That it's like, don't share your conversation with everyone on the flight, essentially. No, no. Planes should be quiet spaces. I, yeah. I treat it like a library or a church. Where it's like, if you're going to talk... people actually are trying to sleep. Because yeah. sometimes you pray to survive. Generally <laughs> uh, speaking, conversations should be limited to the immediate seats around you. Yeah. If you need to get up and talk to someone, do it. Don't yell across the plane. So mm-hmm. I will give that a clear for takeoff. Okay. One of my ones I have here, and this is just a basic one. I think I don't think there's going to be any issues here. Uh, please use basic hygiene skills before boarding a plane. Clear. What does that mean? Teethbrush, showered, deodorant. Okay. That's it. That's it. And I would also recommend don't wear like strong perfumes because if you don't know, the air is circulated. So like smells just kind of hang around in there. Right, Zach? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but you're saying shower before the flight. I'm saying, well, at least be clean before the flight. I'm not saying you have to shower like at the airport bathroom, but guys, be clean before. I have a serious question and I know the audience is going to disagree. And I want to know if you guys feel like this is... Uh, is this related to mine or are we going to... It's related to okay, yours. Okay. It's about cleanliness and okay. it's about your dress. How do you know I'm wearing a dress? Can I take my shoes off? Okay. 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 I'm prepared for this. Slip on vans and clean socks, man. You're good. So so I am saying, because I try to stay clean, I take a shower before, I always have clean Pumas on. Yeah. I mean, Costco doesn't make dirty Pumas. They don't. <laughs> Not a sponsor. But if it's a short flight, I will keep my shoes on, obviously. But when I've gone international, I'm like, my dogs are barking. You right? Kick, As we know. You kick off the shoes in the under storage compartment yeah. and you, you keep your feet under there yes. as well. We're going to get into the listener rules. And I'll tell you what, there is a recurring theme of keep your shoes. See, I disagree. On. Nope. I disagree with keeping your you're, shoes. You're on. not at church. You know, it's like be comfortable. Well, at least if you're at church, it's, it's kind of like open air. You know, it's but, a little okay. more. But I am also saying if you take your shoes off, you must keep your shoes contained and your feet contained to the under seat compartment. I, I would, oh, never put your feet on anyone no. else's chair. No, never. That, and that's where the that problem is comes a cleared in. for takeoff. When for me. feet are, you know, put up high. Shoes or not, that's yeah. a problem. I shared a, a video with you guys today. Oh. Of people like, you know, like scraping their Scra- feet. Yeah. Bare, clipping bare, their toes. Oh, bare feet is never allowed. Ah. I, I know that sometimes but what if they come in wearing sandals? flip-flops. Uh, that's kind of gross. Actually, well, you like people that, in general. People that wear flip-flops generally don't take care of their feet. Wow. Put it out there. <laughs> but here's the problem. I You're going like, to have real problems with me this summer. <laughs> I, just saying. I feel like if you come in wearing sandals, then taking your shoes off is no big deal. But if you're coming they're in exposed. after walking all through the airport in yeah. sweaty socks, and then you op- take off your shoes, and some people are like, are they serving Only when you're going down to the oh. uh, terminals. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, because I, I try to stay clean, I feel like I can take my shoes off. But I know that's not clear for takeoff. With most people. Sounds like there's some turbulence. I am going to have to say turbulence because while I generally don't take off my feet, take off my feet, that would be awful. I take off my shoes. Uh I do know uh, some people that I'm deeply in love with who do. (laughs) I'm not going to mention any names like my wife. Zachary Uh, is my name. It's my full. (laughs) Uh, You guys are best friends. I know. But but the shoes generally come off. So I have to give this a turbulence as well because there are some exceptions to the rule. I feel like I'm in trouble. I feel like we're all in trouble now, yeah. but yes. But we can say general hygiene is, is yeah. clear. General hygiene is clear. Shoes off, off is turbulent. turbulence. Uh, also in that same vein, just no stinky foods. This kind of goes back to the oh, road easy. trip thing. Yeah. 
don't bring in like that uh, hard-boiled egg from mm-hmm. the 7-Eleven on the flight and then open it up mid-flight because people are going to think that sulfur has exploded. So what does stinky mean? I feel like it's hot food, but also does like, let's say you get some chips and salt and vinegar. Is that too stinky no. for I everyone else? S- I submit don't bring food. But you can buy snacks there at the airport. Yeah. Does that count? No. I can't give don't, it, don't it. give food. Because sometimes you need the real sustenance instead of... I bring road trip food. I bring gummy bears. One time I brought an egg salad sandwich on a flight and I oh, got the stink no. eye. Why did I get the stink eye? Because it smelled bad? No. It was a delicious Pret-a-Manger egg salad sandwich. It was. It didn't smell. Eggs it was smell fine. like sulfur. No, Zach, it was fine. Your nose doesn't work. <laughs> we established this. Why I got the stink eye is because I did not know I was about to get upgraded to first class. And the first class like uh, flight attendant looked at me like, oh... Our food isn't good enough for you. Well, you were eating egg salad sandwich. I don't think she <laughs> I thought that. I didn't know. <laughs> Just say, it's an appetizer. I'm, I'm, I'm a large person. I will eat all of this too. I'm so sorry. Don't eat those. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I accidentally, I was like, oh, sure, I'll get an egg salad. Yeah. I'm about to go on a flight. Oh, no. No, well, and, and it is scientific that hot foods like, the smell permeates more. It yeah. wafts more. Colder foods, yeah. But I'm just saying no stinky foods. There's obviously some stinky foods you know you shouldn't bring on an airplane like an egg salad sandwich. but Or corn nuts, Joel. Or I don't bring corn nuts on an airplane. That's only in a road trip. But I'm going to say no stinky foods also. Yeah. So Clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff. Joel, you're sitting at the window. I am. And, and enjoying the magic of And flying. guess what? They've turned the lights off in the aircraft. You close that shade. Where are you at on that one? You know the light coming through is blinding everyone in that row. Oh, no, no. I, I will. I know you like to look outside the window. I do. And pretend flight. to like, make shapes out of clouds. And I listen to Superman. <laughs> but no, as I'm on the flight, I like I can't that wait window. Till the pilot gives me my wings. That window will be open 90% of the time. Oh, my word. But if light is streaming in, no, I will close it. Because that is rude to have a light streaming in on the person. You're saying you mostly fly at night and that there's no issue with keeping the window open at that point. Generally speaking. Which I would agree with. Oh, you don't fly during the day? Not usually. That's a totally different conversation. It totally is. I'm a vampire flyer. (laughs) Vampire flyer. (laughs) I mean, what you're saying now makes sense. No, dusk, dawn, the shade is down. I just thought it was a consideration thing that you're like, I just want to see the cool clouds. Yes, I'm picturing like you've just blinded everybody. No, no, no. If the sun is out and the light is streaming and that's going to be okay. Well, Joel is a red eye guy. This is a different story. That's what I'm saying. He's a vampire flyer. (laughs) Yeah. So are we turbulent? Are we clear for you're. You are really passionate well, is, about this. What is the rule open? here? You're saying always keep the window closed. I say that it ma- like the, if, the shade should match the level of the lights. Yes. If the lights are off, the shade is down. It, it feels turbulent mm, to me because mm. it's a little flimsy. Because the they turn the light, they turn the light off during the red eyes so people can sleep. But if you open the window, there's no difference in light because it's just pitch black out there too, except for that little flashing thing on the plane. I, I agree with that. Okay, I agree yeah, with that. I, I see what you mean now. Yeah, yeah I think it's turbulent. I, I accept your premise. Okay. Okay. I, I want to bring this up now because at this point in the flight, usually this is when this happens. This is my rule. Okay. Next. What? Parents. No. Oh, here we go. Do your best to control your and appease your children. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, please be understanding of parents who are trying why? to control their children. Why do people? Why, why do people have such a problem? Like, oh, that kid's crying. That th- that parent probably likes this. Oh yeah, they're probably enjoying. They're their not kids doing crying because I'll tell you, they're what, not having a panic attack speaking about it. From it's the so point true. of view of a parent, that is one of the biggest stresses. Is, is is my child going to behave on this flight? And if they're not, you are such like just You're a ball of stress. Yeah. yeah, because you want your child to behave, but the problem is they are too young, or you know, they can't speak, or some of them can, but they're in pain. They don't know how to express it. Their ears yes. are popping, and they don't know okay. what's going on. Back it up, though. You guys are common sense people. 
I've seen parents not do a darn thing. That's entirely and so, true. So what you need to do as a stranger, I feel like you're appeased, even though there may be a crying baby and everyone's stressed out and you're like, yeah, it's every flight. We get it. You at least need to see a parent make an effort. Parents should be making every effort. One that, was, that was part effort. one of my rules. Yes. Okay. Parent can please try to control. Do your best to control yeah, your mind kids. Your kids. Yeah, mind your kids. Yeah, mind your kids. Keep be, them appeased. Because we've all had kids kicking our seats and like, is their parent not seeing this? Yeah. Like, do I have to turn around? Oh, and I was Should I get Zach to enforce the rules? I, well, I'll turn around. I, I always bring a pencil so I can snap it like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to do the Joker thing. Oh, jeez. No. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. Um, Because okay. here, here's the thing. When you're on a flight yeah. and you hear a baby crying, it's insanely annoying to you. Mm-hmm. But it's more annoying to their parents, it's I promise so you. So. Yeah. And I've tried to always be fairly understanding because I know it's going to happen to me at some point, And I am so afraid. I'm I'm gonna be like if I have to fly with my like my baby, I'm yeah. literally gonna bring care packages for the people around um, me. My wife was so good about that. It's yeah. like here's a sucker for takeoff and one for landing because then they their ears pop but naturally. Zach, you said no snacks on the plane. Don't bring snacks. Shouldn't you bring little church baggies for kids? Oh, I'm not talking about stuff for the kids. I'm like I'm gonna bring oh, for your. I am going to bring your neighbors earplugs for the people around me. I like yeah. That. I've seen people do that. They, they give little or they notes have and cards little, or whatever. Little goodie yeah. bags. And it's like, hey, it's my first flight. I'm yeah. from the kid. And it's like, oh, it's my first flight. I'm a baby. But here's something to help. I'm you sorry, out. this is gonna suck. Here you go. But I also think Joel, to your point, I think part of the effort is bringing an iPad or a screen or something for the kid to do, whether it be a switch or food or whatever, something for a child to do to distract them yeah. for as long as possible. Um, if you have a, I guess maybe pro tip, like if you are flying with a kid and you get your drink. Ask for a small bottle of water, finish the water, and give the bottle to the child. Yeah. That'll that'll set him up for 25 minutes at least. And they but get then the, the, the whole time. <laughs> okay. That so crying, we're looking sure. at a two-sided rule, and I kind of want to know where we stand on this. Because it's like, as a parent, make an effort. Yes. Bring stuff. 100%. Okay. Clear for take. As a stranger, Land. don't get overly annoyed and like, just burn this parent alive in your it, brain. It's the passive aggression. It's the... Well, I wish some people wouldn't fly with children. It's like, yeah. oh, sorry, you're right. Yeah. I should, should I should have left them, left them at home. Yeah. You literally have your fur baby on your lap right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. So yes, we're all cleared for takeoff on yes. that. Yes. Good. Thank you. I think the theme of all this, and I don't, I'm not wrapping it up right now, but there are no main characters on a flight. The only main character is the pilot. Even the flight attendants are co-stars. You are not the main character in that flight movie. So just be considerate of everyone around you because you're part of the ensemble. That's such a Gen Z to say. <laughs> Unless Billy Idol comes out. Oh, yeah. With a guitar. Yeah. guitar. Definitely then a main character yeah. at that point. Also, speaking of like entertainment, we talked about like yeah, having inter- a screen or in whatever. Flight entertainment. Some flights like Delta, you can get a movie. Sometimes people watch a movie on their iPhone. Yeah. Or, it sounds like, out, like lower quality video. A little longer flights. Yeah. But watch something in a... Uh, watch something... <laughs> I was about to say inappropriate. Watch something appropriate yeah. because people can see over your shoulder quite easily. It could be children. No, it used to be back in the day when they would have the screen in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. It was an airplane edited film. Yes. They yeah. weren't going to show anything that was inappropriate for children. And they were also going to edit the words. And they were also not going to show anything like blowing up. Yeah, and right. Like that a plane is blowing up. not the case anymore. But now it's all individual screens and it's whatever you want. And it is sometimes I'm like, man, I hope the person next to me doesn't pick this movie. One yeah. time I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on an airplane. Oh, oops. That's an oops. <laughs> oops. So many feet. Yep. <laughs> a lot of feet. And also on top of that, headphones at all times. 
Whether it's for your kids or for yourself, if there's any entertainment, yeah, any obviously sound this is coming, if you've brought a device, yes, yes, yes. A Nintendo Switch, a, a tablet, yes. any a phone, yeah. anything, Keep yes, the headphones library. always. You'd wear them in the library, you'd wear them in the church, wear them here. But I am a, I'm a in-flight entertainment, you know, seat in front of me, watch a movie kind of yeah, guy. Me totally. And I guess my policy on that, and this is necessarily a rule, but just generally speaking. Ken Jennings the other day tweeted this, hmm. and I, I totally agree. You have to pick a movie that is both <laughs> not good enough to see in theaters, yep. but not bad enough to waste your time. Yep. yep. It has to be somewhere in the middle. Yep. For example, I had a perfect one. I saw Ben Affleck in The Accountant, and I'm like, this is a perfect airplane movie. That is movie. perfect. Generally speaking, rom-com it's is perfectly pretty good. fine. Yeah. My, uh, my go-to is also any movie with music or movie musicals. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've watched. I actually watched West Side Story on an airplane once. This was on the trip to China. Bad idea because I was sitting there crying. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I watched the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. I watched Rocket Man. You know, I watched mm-hmm. movies with music mm-hmm. because you can kind of drift in your attention and you're just kind of listening to music. Yeah. I remember one time I had seen Gravity. Remember that movie Gravity with yeah. the Central oh, yeah. Park? <laughs> I'd seen I'd seen it in theaters. Good, fantastic. Yeah, that is. A and so experience. I was like, yes, I will watch this again on a on a plane because I've already seen it. No big deal. Yeah. But uh, there was someone next to me who had not seen it, but they also wanted to watch it. So they watched it on a plane the whole time. I'm like, oh, you're not, not getting the, the full experience. And I do want to put out a warning because if you watch any sort of Christopher Nolan movie on a plane, he'll literally appear on the flight and punch you in the face. Probably. Yeah. So. Well, and also whenever you're watching a movie, you're sitting there getting into it. All of a sudden you're. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the movie pauses. And you're like, well, that was a. <laughs> was that a Nintendo character? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. It's Tom Nook. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think uh, rom coms, comedies, um, yeah, are the, they're non essential and they're yeah. good to watch on flights for sure. So yeah, Kent, to your point, yes, I agree. Uh, clear for takeoff on wear your headphones if mm-hmm. you brought your personal device. Yeah, don't wear, share your music or movies with anybody. Wear your headphones. Watch generally appropriate movies. I'm so sorry to the people behind me who didn't want to see a Quentin Tarantino show. My kids still ask me questions about that. Like. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have any rules about mealtime. And I know some flights, if, if it's a longer flight, then you get a meal. Generally, mm-hmm. you just get snacks, right? Yeah. And so your garbage is a cup with some ice that's you know, generally chewed on. Yep. And a little bag or empty bag of pretzels or Biscoff cookies. A little napkin. Use but the coaster. I, I've got a personal story and I shared this. I get popcorners on JetBlue. Oh, JetBlue has more variety of snacks. Wow. The blue saying. chips. I'm yeah. going to try that out. Yeah, I want this to be an approved rule. Two years ago, I went on a flight. Once again, it was the same lady who sat right next to me when I thought I was going to be sitting by myself. And we got a whole little meal, a little platter. is like a little uh, Malibu chicken sort of platter. Uh-huh. It came with a little cup, like a pudding-sized cup of Ben & Jerry's ice cream. So I'm just eating my whole thing, whatever. There's fruit snacks, too. And I put everything upside down, ready to give it to the flight attendant when they're walking around with a bag. Uh-huh. And uh, this lady next to me, once again, I'm wearing headphones, right? She uh, hits me in the shoulder. And she's like, hey, I take one headphone out. Yeah. Are you going to eat your ice cream? What? Oh my, who is this lady? Excuse this is a stranger, right? Yeah, this total stranger. Uh, excuse me? Yeah. Are you going to eat your ice cream? And I give her this look and I, I said some inappropriate words in my head. And you're like, I, I am now. I grabbed the ice cream, which was empty. And I went, I already ate it. Like, I don't know, you're, you're looking over here to eat my food, but this is gone. I just want to say, don't ask people for their extra food. No, if you don't know them, definitely 100%. not. 100%. This isn't like, this isn't the lunchroom. If, if it's a travel buddy, no problem. Sure. 
but it's like, dude, I don't like these. Well, pretzels. if it's like, I, I, I'm not going to get anything. It's like, uh, well, then will you get peanuts for me? Yeah, yeah. Like I'd like, to, you know, I'd like both. Or whatever. I think that's totally fine. That's yeah, fine. but it, it felt wild. Don't ask someone stranger because no. once no. again, Zach, she talked to me when she shouldn't have been talking. She to should me. not have been speaking. Grounded. Right. Do not ask strangers for food on a yeah. plane. Oh, before I said grounded, I guess that should be a proof for takeoff. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Clifford, Clifford takeoff. Asking food. I was grounded. grounding that woman. Yeah. Rule: Don't ask. Rule is don't ask. Clifford takeoff. Yeah, yeah. So I have a feature that I feel like should be taken out of airplanes, and I don't care if people are upset. This may be a personal issue, but I do not think it should be legal to recline your seat at any given time. Kent, it goes back an inch and a half. Calm yourself. No, no, no. Yeah, no, there's no, no, no. no problem uh, with Zach, reclining. Other than being attractive. <laughs> you have no idea skinny, how tall you are. I'm very tall, right? Yes. My knees always, because I'm cheap and I sit in the back, always hit the seat in front of me and I, i'm like oh okay and if that seat goes back an inch and a half that takes away valuable real estate that i've paid for oh a valuable inch oh the inch oh, is no, no. kent it pivots at the bottom no you don't lose and it's, no. no and if you're eating a meal too and someone's seat is back you have less space if you want to sit on your laptop and people put their seat back whenever they want hey, kent, recline your seat and you'll get that space back no because oh. i'm not a jerk I'm a jerk, but not that big of a jerk. There's nothing jerky about because reclining then, your seat in air because it literally no, is inches. This is why communism doesn't work, right? <laughs> this, because it's okay if everyone puts their seat back no, because then they, they the don't. real estate that they paid for, I'm not done. <laughs> wow. Kent rants. But if someone puts their seat back and I don't, I get robbed because I'm being generous. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We're experiencing a little bit of turbulence here on this flight. Can we say turbulence? This is turbulence. No, I, I was going to say. I, I hate reclining. People get so mad about reclining seats. And it's I, I'm with Zach here where I'm like, it's a matter of an inch. I think that matter of space is a huge deal, though. But it's all in your mind. It really isn't that big of a thing. Have you not seen those TikToks where someone puts their seat back and it snaps the laptop screen? No. TikTok no. wouldn't lie. TikTok wouldn't lie. What seats are you going on? No, uh, literally, like every time, I, every time I press that button, every time I press that button, and I do, I'll sometimes glance behind me, be like, oh, who's back there? And yeah. if it is like a, a larger or taller person, sometimes I'll be like, oh, okay. But every time I press that button, I'll lean back and go, well, that was barely anything. It's, it's like Michael Scott it, clearing space with his TV. Yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's something. It's nothing. It's People everything. get all up in arms about the reclining thing, and I'm always like, do you know what Why? I do? Do you know what I do? I pull a Zach, and if someone puts their seat back in front of me, I lean over the top of their seat, and I'm like, judge. <laughs> you the rest of the flight it's, it's the the head turn and you know what they're generally the ones that when the flight attendants are like please put your seat up they don't because they don't listen oh, i know they're like consideration they're like please put your seat up in the upright lock position i press the button and it goes like beep, and i'm like oh i guess i'm safe now yeah. i got that extra and then i stop judging inch. you for a second but uh, no, I, I, I think I have to agree with Zach also that this is going to be a turbulent thing okay. because a lot of people have issues. I don't see why. So bacon still approved. It's not a big deal, right, Zach? I mean, turbulent bacon still approved. Well, I mean, but the turbulence is for this show, but I'm saying bacon still approved. You bacon and I, still approved. it's not a Obviously, big deal. Best friend. Can we finger boop on it? Boop. I'm bringing a razor. I'm shaving your head if you put your seat back. Okay. Oh, well, that does bring a point. Okay. Um, if you have long hair, which we don't. Oh, yeah. Do not flip your hair behind your seat. Oh, why would you do that? Especially on a flight where there's a screen, but in general. Yeah. Don't flip your hair back. That happens on the planes, trains, and automobiles, and every time I gag. Every time. When she flips her hair back over the seat and goes over his food. Yeah. But I just have a question, not a rule, but let's say a stranger. Zach, I know you wouldn't do this, but Joel. <laughs> you're <laughs> I'm the jerk what? of the episode. You're, you're the jerk. You're generally kind. Okay. I try. <laughs> 
your neighbor's asleep. So wait, wait, just to clarify, okay. you're saying Zach's a jerk, you're tall and handsome, and I'm kind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Big and sell. Let's go on a trip. <laughs> but Zach's not a jerk. So your neighbor, but in a plane, he doesn't want to talk to anyone. That's where I was going oh, okay, with this. Okay. It is snack time, whether it's drinks or snacks or whatever. And your neighbor, this total stranger, is asleep. But it's the only time you have for a couple hours to maybe get that that treat. Do you nudge them and wake them up, or no. do you let them sleep? No, if it's a stranger, no. Because Unless, here's the thing. Okay, if 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 this happens and they go, oh shoot, I didn't get my coke, they can just call. Yeah, they can just call the flight yeah. attendant over. It's not and be a like, big deal. Hey, I was sleeping. You can Is there that? any way I can get a coke? Mm-hmm. I thought you can ask for a it. second drink if you want. What? Yeah. Yeah, not on a legion. You have to pay a lot of money. To yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> by the way, but no, you don't wake up a stranger. It's that whole let sleeping dogs lie mentality yes, where it's like, you know, if they're sleeping, they want to sleep unless it's your travel buddy and you feel um, like you have that. But I have I have had people be sure. like, I, I've heard them say like, hey, wake me up when the cart comes by. Like, don't let me sleep through that. OK, that, yeah, that's and true. by people. I mean me saying that. Yeah. To other people. If it's established with your travel buddy or, yeah. you know, you're, you're like, hey, we would it be OK if you nudge me. And they're like. If they're awkward about it, then you go, no, it's not going to be okay. I should stay the conscious. The only time to nudge a stranger to wake them up. This is where I want to go with this. Is if you're on the ground and deplaning and it's your rose turn and they're still asleep. Or your bladder is about to blow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What if they fall asleep on your shoulder? Can you kind of do a silent little nudge? Like, oh, oh. Um, I. By the way, that one lady who tried to eat my ice cream, who took that extra seat, fell asleep on me. Oh, my God. I would say figure out a way to sneeze. Would you? And do so with, with all the with gusto. All the dad gusto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you move a lot. Make a noise, like, cough, because yeah, you, don't, you don't want people falling asleep on you. Yeah. But Unless, of course, Kent, if she's cute, then you'll be like, okay. I 1,000 oh, yeah, 1, would not say anything if somebody fell asleep on me. Really? I would not be like, excuse me. I'd be like, but you would this be, is my life but you, would now. Cough, you would cough or sneeze, right? I, I don't want to talk to anybody. Right, but, right, but that, that point, might, you're the I enforcer. Might, yeah, I might, uh, you know, do some dramatic like cough or movement or something that nudges that yeah. causes them. Yeah. But I wouldn't like knowingly and purposefully nudge them if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but you feel like I'd the make entire it feel time feel like an accident. Yeah, but no, I would just accept it and say this is my life now. Because I'm <laughs> the next unwill- two and a half hours. That's this is the my thing. Life. That's the trade off. If you're unwilling yeah. to speak to people, you are unable to get mm-hmm. them off of you. All right, I think that I think that concludes so we're landing. Our, our flight. Okay. So we're landing. We are landing. Okay. Yes. The wheels are, uh, are so touching. Make sure down. to get that seat up. Beep. Oh, it's up. Beep. Oh, it's back. Beep. Oh, it's up. No difference. Anyway, All when you're asked difference. to do your trade table, do your trade table. Like your obviously trade table. the rules. Oh, are for have plane. the garbage ready when they yeah. come through to, to dump in the thing. Make it all check. Easy to clean check up. the little pocket. Yep. Uh, but when you land, here's my rule. Don't stand up. No, no. Perfectly fine to stand up. Nope. Stand up. Stretch your legs. When the plane lands, not a big deal. But do not leave your seat area until it is your rose turn. Yeah. Okay. Because some people, it's like you stand up, you're like, oh, there we go. I feel good. But do not walk into the aisle until it is your rose turn to, to deplane. Don't you guys get anxiety when people stand over you, like behind yep. you? Yeah, but I do, I do respect. That's when I leave my stretch. seat back right then. Yeah. Bam. Oh, wait, right. I didn't hit him because it was an inch. <laughs> no, the need to stretch is, yeah. is real. And so I, I feel like... That's stand, why I the actual rule is don't move until it's your turn. Don't leave until it's your turn. Sure. But I have no problem with people standing up in their seat area and staying there. And you have to do that weird hunch over thing when you're like in the middle seat of the window seat. Yeah. So why bother? Stand up. But it's just to stretch your legs. If everyone waited and then Kept, they just I'm saw. Tall. <laughs> why are you laughing? Oh, why are you laughing yeah. at me? I'm yep. tall. <laughs> I have been, obviously, like I mentioned before, I prefer the aisle seat. I have been the guy to like be the gatekeeper for an I eager love that. passenger. I love you. You that. will not yeah. pass. 
I'm like, I'm just casual and, you know, I'm larger than them or whatever. And so I'm like, I'm not moving. Do you offer to help people with their luggage uh, to carry it down? Or do people if, ask you? If I see somebody who's struggling. Yeah. It only benefits me to help them to yeah. get them out yeah, of and my way. Like, that sounds ger- rude, but it's, right. it's like, no, no, yeah, it's I'll, true. I'll help them, but also it, this helps me. Well, yeah, I mean, some so people absolutely. are shorter, some people are, are pregnant, and it's like, okay, let, let me help you with yeah, that. And it help. helps everyone along. Right. right. Okay. Because that is one of the most annoying things about flying. Finally landing, and then people stand up, and they're rude, and they try to button line in front of oh, everyone. And yeah, it's no, wait till your turn, row by row. Yeah. Well, and they, or the, I mean, it's just barely landed, and they're already like, opening up the, the overhead luggage bin yeah. and they're starting to get stuff out and being really loud. Right. Yeah. Like, wait, wait. No, no one's going off the plane happen. that fast. We're right. all about getting at the same time. Together. So true. So we're saying clear for takeoff. Of clear don't, for takeoff. Don't leave until it's your rose turn. Yeah. All right. So we've gone over our anxieties, but I really feel like we've set the rules. I think we've we've helped people. For we the have, record, our flight was roughly an hour and ten minutes. Oh, that's saying. it. Well, I complained <laughs> a lot for an hour this and ten is, minutes. This our flight, yeah. was the correct time oh, that I said at the flight. beginning of the show. Wow. Now this is a connecting flight. Oh, oh okay, different thing. This is for the listener because we yeah. went out there and asked you your rules right. of etiquette for flying, and we're going to read some of these uh, here on the air and then discuss if we feel it should be cleared for takeoff, turbulent, or grounded. All right, Joel, you want to get us started on that one? Sure. First here from uh, Chad Elam, uh, the listener. The listener. Uh, the listener with a capital L. This isn't a uh, rule as much as a, kind of just an anecdote. He's like his best, behavior. Yeah. The best airplane conversation with strangers about their favorite conspiracy theory. In fact, I've, I've in, become increasingly convinced the entire point of conspiracy theories is for discussion on planes with strangers. Grounded, you shouldn't be talking. That that should not happen. It's fun I've, conversation. It's better than like business or pleasure. Or like, where are you going here? But it's grounded. I mean, personally... Well, I, I would love to accidentally be like adjacent to Chad on an airplane because sure. we could talk the whole time and I'd have a good time. Yeah. But uh, a stranger? No talking. No, imagine a stranger in the door and we're like, hey, what do you really hey, think happened hey. to flight MH370? How do you feel about Jean-Paul Ramsey? Because <laughs> all of a sudden it gets weird. <laughs> all right. The next one is from Chris Anderson. I think this is more uh, her preference on the plane. She says, my rule is to sit in the front of the plane. And yes, I mean, sit in first class. Ooh, I mean, bougie. Great. Uh, I'm, wow. cla- I'm claustrophobic, which I get because you're in this... Tin can, basically. Oh, terrible. And have flight anxiety, so being comfortable is of utmost importance. And I understand that, right? She probably doesn't fly a ton, but when she does, it's like, why not take care of yourself? Why not make it a pleasurable experience? Oh, I just thought of a rule. Um, And I've done this before. When you fly, wear a bacon sale t-shirt, just in case. For you promotion? Strike up a conversation. No, if you're going to be nice, wear a bacon cell shirt. If you're going to be a jerk, don't wear a bacon cell shirt. Hey, kids, sit down. Also, baconcell.com. <laughs> what do you think's underneath the Denver airport? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you can get first class, go for it. Yeah, if you can but, sit near the front of the plane, awesome. I right. sat on the very back row, and it was uh, terrible. Sure. That was on my flight to Paris. Yikes. Just the word. Now, this one is from Charity Houghton, who says, either don't recline your seat or ask the person behind you if it's okay on a long flight. That's what I meant. If someone asks I me, think, I will say yes. I think it makes yes. it more awkward to be like, can I recline my seat? No. Is that okay? Isn't that kind? Because you... Hey, the, can I you're take talking an inch and a half of your space? If, if you're being Half asked, of your space? An inch and a half of your space. Are you one of the littles from the cartoon in the 80s that no one knows <laughs> one anymore? One of the borrowers. I like the asking. Yeah, that, me that too. is good. We didn't discuss that. that Way to go, that Charity. Nice. She said a lot better than I did. Absolutely. I just did look over the shoulder to see who it is. Yeah. If I'm going to turn around and judge them and then I'll decide if they deserve that space or not. This is from Todd Callen. He says, don't force a stranger next to you into a flight-long conversation. We already said yes on that. And if you do hold them in hostage in your conversation, don't talk about bombs or other things that get you kicked off a plane. And I was like, well, of course you wouldn't. But then he sure. says, 
I remember a flight where this guy started up a conversation with the lady next to him, total strangers. He somehow got into the no. history. <laughs> he somehow got into the history of why we have to take our shoes off at security. Then went on blabbing loudly about shoe bombs and why shoe bombs would be ineffective. And then discussed more w- effective ways of getting bombs on planes. The woman was horrified and cringed every time he said the word bomb. She was too polite to stop the conversation or redirect him. It wasn't even happening to me, and it stressed me out watching this guy take up the lady's entire flight with a conversation she obviously oh, wasn't enjoying. Horrible. Yeah, that's that's miserable. That's also the funniest part of Meet the Parents somehow. Now, April Baker sent a list of things. In fact, she could just host her own show about airplane etiquette. But Definitely. one I want to read is that she says, I know people like to focus on wearing shoes, but can we talk about appropriate shirts? Those Like I are- can't wear my big, like, like, uh, open workout shirts. Uh, oh, tops. get ready. She says, those seats are awfully close and nothing is worse than your arm touching a stranger's stomach the entire ah! flight. And she says, well, one thing worse. When a guy is wearing a mesh shirt with holes the size of a chain link fence and your arm is touching his no. body hair, oh. cover it up. Oh, yeah, That's you. so gross, April. Oh, that's clear. I feel off. like this uh, actually happened to her. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spencer Myers says, stay in your dang seat until unboarding has started. I'm not yeah, sure. We talked about that, that one. Unboarding yeah. is a word. Unboarding. Deplaning. Inboarding. Inbred? What? <laughs> what? Uh, let the row in front of you go. Uh, it's not a race. There's no gold medal for being the first on the plate. Well we, said. He did say, well I mean, said. obviously, it's okay to just stand straight up, right? Yeah. Like in your it's spot. Stay in your seat. But don't shoot up the first moment that you, you can and and be impatient about it. Yeah. So I think it, in a general spirit, I, I think we agree. Sean Sanquist says, don't take off your shoes. Seeing strangers' gross feet are definitely the biggest in-flight nightmare. Ugh. I'm going to say, like I've said before, concealed bare feet. Conceal, don't feel. You must conceal. <laughs> don't let them know. Uh, Sean also said middle seat, get the armrest. So thank oh, yeah. you for emphasizing uh, that. Okay. Uh, don't let the kids sick kick the seats. Uh, don't Those take up people's snacks. space. Use only one carry-on space in the overhead bin. We already talked about that, yes. too. Mm-hmm. It's all good stuff. Uh, move for people on interior seats and they need to go out to use the bathroom. We didn't really yes. talk about that. Oh, given. If someone needs to go to the bathroom, yes. Let them through. And don't if be the jerk. if they're like going a lot, Guys, like they've got something going on. if they have on, a problem. Maybe, maybe rotate seats. We didn't even yeah. talk about bathrooms, really. Like the bathroom rule. So, for example, like Andrew Winkier says, never book the seat right next to a restroom uh, because if you do, have fun being disrupted the entire flight. Been there. That's terrible. Yeah. Especially when people are waiting in line. smells bad too. So the waiting in line thing, I think is a big deal because sometimes people will be like, well, how long am I waiting? Should I just go sit down? Sometimes people will just like wait by your seat and they'll like put their butt like right up in your face, like accidentally Mm -hmm. while waiting. It's like, I don't know. Just like know your place. Go sit down for a little bit. You'll get your turn. I always clench when I'm waiting in line. You, you wait, you clench? Yes. Am I moving on. <laughs> Rachel Crump has a lot of things that echo what we said, but she's a little bit more passionate about it. Once again, all caps like, here. team leaving the shoes on. I think there's a way to around this, but maybe I'm wrong. Wear deodorant, of course. If you're traveling on a long overnight flight and it's dark, we t- kind of talked about not opening the, the bright window or whatever, mm. but don't wander around with your flashlight on your phone shining it on people. Oh, Absolutely. I like that. I didn't know yeah. people did that. I guess it's, it's happened. I think it's pretty nicely illuminated in most airplanes. And maybe I can actually get behind this one, which is acknowledging the person next to you. You don't yes. necessarily have to have a conversation, but you acknowledge that they exist. Head You're not ignoring like, them. Hi. And almost being snooty about it. I actually, even though I'm apparently the jerk of bacon sale, I actually, I, I like that a lot. That's a good thing to do. I, th- I think so too. Just kind of being like, hi, hi. And t- she says to uh, wear socks or at least bring them to go through security so you're not forced to uh, be bare feet. I think that's grounded. That's 
that's them having to deal with the germs, not you. Yeah. Allison Gall, we know her. Uh, she has a tip here I don't want to bring. She says, in your carry-on, always bring one extra outfit. You never know if your luggage doesn't arrive with you uh, or your luggage arrives without you because of an oversold flight or delay of some sort. Yes. Or if I stand by. I think that's a good tip. I Make sure like tip. in any carry-on, backpack, whatever, you bring a full set of essentials. Yes. In your carry-on. You just things, in case. things to help you be clean and like one clean change of clothes. Yeah. Whatever. Figure it out. Yeah, and she also does talk about stinky snacks and don't put your feet on the seat in front of you in all caps. Oh, mercy. She yes. was very That's adamant about that, and I agree with that one. Keep your feet on the ground. Yep. All right, so Crew Dutler from Twitter had a few things to say. I like this, actually. If you want to trade seats with someone, it has to be a like-for-like like trade. No trading the aisle for a window or middle for aisle. I mean, it's hard. I just don't think you should ever be given the middle seat because no one really wants the middle seat. No. Like, hey, can I have the window and you have the middle? It's like, no. What's the benefit in that? We didn't say this about uh, the end of the flight. Stand back from the baggage claim carousel until you see your bag. Because so many people crowd they it. They need to push yeah. right through you. Yes. Yeah. yes. And it's so annoying because you have to wait for it. And you're like, I'll wait my turn, I guess. And I mean, this. I already mentioned luggage once with the caster wheels. But yeah. this is just a tip from me. Don't be afraid of ugly luggage. Meaning, yeah. okay, everyone has out. a black bag. Mine is bowling ball orange. I hate it. But nobody else has it. And it's easy to find. And lastly, from Drew, we have, while walking through the terminal, walk in straight lines. I love this. Yep. This is good. Yep. Don't meander or stop oh, suddenly. Yeah. If you need to turn into a store or stop to get your bearings, pay attention to others in your vicinity and co- yes. don't cut anyone off. This really? is like a Disneyland this rule, is a right? for yes. takeoff. Think of it don't like... Don't just stop. Like, oh. uh, like you're driving. Think yeah. of it like traffic. Yeah. You have to be intentional with your movement. Look behind you. Make sure he's there before you make any sudden stops. And then the, the straight line thing, too, because I see people meandering sometimes. Yeah. I'm stuck behind them. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Also, flap your arm like a wing as if it's a turn signal. Yes. Or you just use the arm <laughs> signals, like, you know? Okay. Like that Don't one or that one. I'm doing the arm signals. Yeah, do the like, broken. Like, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, on a bicycle. Yeah. Also, if it's the moving walkway, just stand to the road if you're just going to stand. Because sometimes yeah. I just like to walk really fast. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I'm you know that one scene in Twilight when they're walking up Is to the that baseball the game. You listen yeah. to? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Kendall Eliason on Twitter sent several uh, tips and, and suggestions. However, one that we really uh, didn't talk about was clapping. Don't clap when you land. It's not an amusement ride. If the pilot, I've had some really rough landings, and if the pilot makes it, I will kind of be like a... If they make it like you. it was a question? There was one time where I went, I don't know. We had to come in like sideways. Sideways? <laughs> you never had that happen before? You have to kind of come at a diagonal angle? Like literally sideways? <laughs> like the plane goes yeah. at a diagonal angle I've, to land. I've, oh, man. I've had a flight where I was coming in. It was really turbulent. It was the only time that I was about to puke on an airplane. Wow. And we go in to land at Salt Lake International, and... You know, you're used to it. You've done it before. You're going down. You're like, this is where the wheels touch. And then you suddenly hear like the engines kick back up and like, oh, "Oh, no, we're going back up. And we had to do another big loop around and try the landing again. So this feels like a turbulent rule because sometimes you are happy and then you do. I'll applaud the pilot to do something if they save my life. Yeah. No, never, ever. So it's turbulent then because I'd say I would ground it. But I guess, yes, under extreme circumstances, maybe. Yeah. And just supporting. We kind of mentioned it earlier, but don't. Wear colognes and perfumes. That is a strong smell in a plane. Shower, but no need to cover anything up or have the strong smells, like you said. Yeah. I think I'm going to catch some flack online because here's another comment about not taking off your shoes as well. I'm sorry. I have clean feet, I think. Yeah. You will never see my my socked foot. I promise. Mm -hmm. You won't even know I took my shoes off. So Joshua Wall on Instagram says, if you have issues with screaming kids on planes, come to your flight ready to listen to some heavy metal. Which makes sense to me. If you are a person who gets annoyed by yeah. scream, crying babies, 
They're going to be on your plane. Distract yourself. Put some headphones in to drown That's it out. actually really good. Yeah. Just bring some earplugs. They're cheap. Porter Evans, actually, he tells us a story about flying from Anchorage to Seattle, which isn't the longest flight, but uh, there's a lot of fish. Anchorage to Seattle's a long flight. Is it? How long? Long. Go on. Do you know how far away Alaska is from Seattle? Come on. Not that bad. It's long. Especially with salmon. Especially with salmon. Especially because he says in the story, this guy like every 10 minutes would open this bag of smoked salmon. And obviously we've talked about I gotta this, be honest, right? I think smoked salmon is the worst. It's the worst. I hate it. Yeah. So don't do that. Nope. By the way, I just looked it up and it's three hours and 30 minutes. Okay, okay. That's way Let's... too much salmon time. <laughs> it's on. salmon time. It's Bobina. Says, don't lean over and try to watch what the person next to you is viewing on their phone, laptop, tablet, or anything, or ask to share. I, I like, we didn't talk about invading the personal space. Well, I mean, if you do the little side eye to look over there, it's not going to bother well, Yeah, anyone. you're not going to lean over. So I'm always like, what are hey, they watching? Hey, what are you watching? Is that the news, Quentin Tarantino? You kind of look over at the screen and go, why is that guy watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? <laughs> hey, is that the West Side Story? Why are you crying? Why is he crying? <laughs> Side story. Joel would ask you why you're crying. Yes. Uh, from Smiley Alicia on uh, Instagram. Hello, Alicia. She said, uh, do your best to stay in your seat bubble. Put down your armrest, even if you aren't going to use it, to help with bubble containment. Yes. So true. And I like that. The seat bubble. Yeah. That concept. Seat it's a good it's like a movie concept. theater seat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she also says, and I think this is just something uh, she, she may have had personal experience with. All right. If you see a short woman struggling to put her carry-on in the high overhead bin, please help her. She'll be most grateful because that's the part about flying that gives her the most anxiety. Okay, but I'm going to take my shoes off even though you don't want me to. You're going to take her shoes off and then help her? Yep. She's going to be so conflicted. Yep. You I won't even it. know. Concealed shoes off. You won't even know. <laughs> so to cap it off, I have one from Josh Erickson. Oh, yeah. there's a few here, but one I want to read because I, I want to ask you guys if this is turbulent. Uh, it says you can get out of your seat and in, in uh, parentheses, if you aren't on the aisle, maximum one time. So regardless, it doesn't say flight length, but you can get mm-hmm. out of your seat one See, time. And I think it's got to be turbulent uh, because minor IBS, man. It is the thing. I, I think it depends on flight so that's length. grounded for you. Yeah, like I, you say, you don't abide by that at all. There's no, there, you can't put a limit on it. I'm you saying, never know. I'm saying turbulent because I think that's a good rule for short flights. Don't don't try to go to the bathroom more than once. Well, if if it's someone that's at the window, for example, and they keep having everyone stand up and move for them, it's annoying. But if the emergency calls for it, I'd say this is grounded. And maybe I'm not saying ground. I'm saying turbulent because there are some exceptions. Is what I think you're saying. Yeah, because it's sometimes sometimes yeah, there's emergencies, but generally speaking, one time that's that's your limit. Yeah, I'm okay. I with just that. worry about Zach. I think we all should worry about Zach. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I got up once on a 12-hour flight. So. Okay, so that's not bad. Yeah. yeah okay, so bad. turbulent? Turbulent. Tur- okay. Turbulent. There you go. So there we all go. All right. There's, there's our, our rules of etiquette for flying in an airplane. Hey, gentlemen, I hate to say it, but uh, I think this episode is, 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 it should be clear for takeoff. Oh, yeah? We did, hey, pretty, hey. we did pretty well. Uh, I think so, too. And if you agree, let us know on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We want to hear from you and see if you agree with the rules that we have cleared for takeoff. And they're the hard and fast rules that we now must abide by. We, I mean, we don't make the rules. No, no. We just make the rules. <laughs> but let us know. We want to hear from you. Before we go, we want to thank some patrons in a couple of categories, including the I Am Listener tier, which is Ryan and Marley, Lady Terrier Finley, Braden Winterton, Jennifer Kilkowski, Adam and Rachel Crump, Scott Sprague, Sir and Madam Hicks, Rocky and Steph, Shannon West, Andrew in the Cold and Dark, Casey Cummings, Juice the Cooler King Swallow, Dave Kelly, Angela Plotz, and Briggs is Hot. And then we have the Bacon Council, which is Nicole D. Kale, the one, the only Chris Anderson, Stephen, everyone's favorite Ross, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Star Wars expert Kyler, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Glow Clan Daniel, Johnny English the Brick, Debbie Foster, and Beaker. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. You are the tray to our table. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or the ginger to our L. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, that's nice. The best coffee tummy. Yeah. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quickwits. They perform at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Kenny3DD. You can read my movie reviews at showtimeshowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Please like that Facebook page and visit at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. While you're doing that, go to tpublic.com slash bacon sale where you can get yourself some merch we love to see it and then if you like the show you like what's going on here and you want to support us further visit patreon.com slash bacon sale where support starts at just three dollars a month if you do you want to hear the deepest darkest thoughts of our soul they happen mostly on bacon bits (laughs) mostly every week patreon.com slash bacon sale so until next time bye-bye now bye-bye bye-bye thanks for flying (laughs) bye-bye And so we say very well, very well, peasant. Canada's a real place. Yeah, and where real girlfriends exist. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, There's I, something on the wing. That's I'm right, not talking me? like painting sweats. I'm talking like Kent's going on a date sweats. Oh, oh. my $55 Nike jogger. Am I disgusting? <laughs> no. Hold on, let me sit a little bit closer. No, please. I'm convincing when I cry. You just explore the airport just to see if like, I'll fall in love. There is no diversity over there. That's my flight home. <laughs> Because then really? you can just rest your head. You, but you're so tall. I know, but like window, you just kind of pop it right there. How? What do you mean? There's Th- a wall physics. right there. It, but like, it's a plane wall. No, you're too tall for that. What you, do you don't mean? you know? Cut oh, that. No, I, I can say that. Don't cut that. Next thing here. I'm from West Valley. It's magnet adjacent. <laughs> it's fine. I'm going to get ginger ale, and I'm going to get some peanuts, and I'm going to be happy. And so when the plane takes off, I close my eyes, and I'm freaking Superman. <laughs> and I love it every time. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't bring lit dynamite on this slide. What <laughs> is that? Just a Southwest thing? Or I saw it on TikTok. It's real. Kent, you have a problem that I don't have, which is, which is people want to sit by you. You are good looking and skinny. Southwest flight. They I'm, just flock to me. I'm just like a slob in a hat. <laughs> Nobody wants to be by me. I've got kids hanging off my neck. If someone exists, don't talk to them. A five is an eight on an airplane. <laughs> hey, what about shut up? Costco doesn't make dirty pumas. Is that, it was your nose doesn't work. I'm a vampire flyer. It's hey, kids, sit down. Also, baconsale.com. <laughs> what do you think's underneath the Denver airport? Hey, is that <laughs> that West Side Story? Why are you crying? Why is he crying? <laughs>